This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by the MarTech Podcast, hosted by Benjamin Shapiro, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Ben's episodes are so awesome. They're under 30 minutes. They share stories with world-class marketers who use technology to generate growth and achieve business and career success. Ben is a great host. I've been on his show. He's been on my show. He always really digs down and gives you actionable stuff that you can take away and do. And he's always bringing up new stuff the science of advertising, how to figure out what to automate, just things that, that marketers are wrestling with today. Check it out. It's the MarTech Podcast. Find it wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jansen. My guest today is John Ferrara. He's a serial entrepreneur and noted speaker about social media sales and marketing. He's the founder of Nimble, a CRM for Microsoft 365 and Google Workspace. A lot of you might know him as the co-founder, people that are my age-ish might know him as the co-founder of Goldmine uh, Software, one of the early pioneers in CRM software for small to mid-sized business. He's been recognized by Forbes as one of the top 10 social CEOs and top 10 salespeople in the world and top 100 marketing influencers. So, John, welcome to the show. John, thank you so much for giving the opportunity to join you for a conversation I love the way you build community by teaching and inspiring others to grow and reach their dreams. And hopefully people can take away some good tidbits from our chat. Yeah, thanks, John. So uh, I was an early goldmine user. I, I've been marketing. I've had my own firm for over 30 years now. And all marketers were, as we were using computers and coming online, we were trying to figure out how do we manage all this stuff? Big companies had big, giant warehouses of computers that did that for them in some cases, but small businesses were left to, to fend for themselves. So talk a little bit, and again, you've come so far from the goldmine days, and I do want to focus on Nimble, but talk a little bit about the genesis or the early days of really trying to bring on a software, maybe almost a category that hardly existed for small John, I, I really believe that contacts are the heart of every business. Right. That, that it's the it's not just the prospects that your salespeople and marketing people are reaching out to turn into customers, but there's a community around your business that will help it grow. At Nimble, we connect to editors, analysts, bloggers, influencers, third-party developers, investors, advisors, and prospects and customers of various types. And it wasn't any different back in my own need because yeah. I think the best part come found from your own pain because you're passionate about it and you understand the problem. And my problem was they put me in sales and I didn't have a, a, a CRM or contact manager to manage that. In fact, those categories didn't exist. Outlook didn't exist. Salesforce didn't exist. The term CRM, SFA, mark automation, contact management didn't exist. And what did exist was daytimers and spreadsheets. And that was sufficient for me to manage my contacts and my interactions to a certain extent but not good for a team of people. And it really takes a team of people collaborating with contacts outside your organization to get things done. And so I couldn't find a program that integrated email, contact and calendar and sales and market automation. So I quit my job and started Goldmine with a college buddy of mine named Milan Susser. And we invented the category of not just contact management and CRM, but also SFA and market automation. How do you teach people things they don't know they need? Right. And we figured out you do it through a trusted advisor. The best way to, uh, 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 to 
to access your prospects at scale is to find the person they trust. And in those days, it was the person that sold them the network, Novell resellers, and we got them to use it because people sell what they know, what they use, they started reselling it. And that's how we scaled to $100 million in revenue. But the key thing I want you to take away from that is not how and why we invented these things, but what they solved. And what they solved, managing contacts across the entire organization. And that pain still exists even more today. Yeah. So today you have sales, marketing, customer service, and accounting at the very least. And each of those departments use separate business applications to manage contacts. And maybe your sales and marketing people use CRM, but everybody else in the company has to choose Microsoft or Google, Microsoft 365 or Google Workspace, whatever they call it these days. And they're not good team contact managers. And without a good contact platform, that is the system of truth of relationships and interactions that you have across your whole organization, you won't know who that person is when you pick up the phone, what the history of interactions and who did it, what's going to happen and who's going to do it and have the ability to follow up and follow through. And that is what Nimble is solving today is that team contact management. And I think we've forgotten about the need to be working as a team on one page with the contacts across your entire organization. You know, one of the things that I know was early on for you, I, I, I'm always still amazed when people write to me and say something like, I'd like to get together and see if we have any synergies or, or learn more about your business. And, you know, that used to actually be a task. You, it was hard to learn about businesses or individuals you wanted to call. And my, my dad was a long time kind of bag carrying a salesperson. And I remember him saying he would go into some of these offices and he'd look and he'd see, oh yeah, they've got a family. Oh, they must like baseball. Yeah, exactly. There's a... This is how you sort of let the lay of the land. Where can we connect? Today, we're now just like spewing that stuff everywhere. It's in every social network. It's You could probably know what I had for lunch today if you're paying attention at all. And so I'm always amazed at when people call and say, I want to learn more about your company. But that's their first step. And I know one of the, the first iterations of Nimble was really this idea of, hey, there's all this social stuff out there that people are putting out there, all these markers. Let's bring that in to the record automatically. And so that even if you're just initiating a conversation with somebody, you've got a leg up. How has that aspect of Nimble kind of become central to where it is? Like you said, John, I think people connect on their commonalities. I call it the five F's of life, family, friend, food, fun, and fellowship. And it's how we develop our shared interests in order to earn intimacy and trust, in order to get somebody to open up to us about their business issues, which as a professional, we can then solve. In the old days, we taught people to look at their walls when they go in somebody's office. Today, we do it electronically. And that was one of the first things I solved for when I built Nimble, because I think it's a lot of work to go to people before a meeting, and it's even more work to go type that in the CRM, which nobody does. Right. And so your CRMs are basically not used or they have a lot of bad data in them. And I wanted to solve the problem for serum failure, which is lack of use of bad data. And so I think the serum should work for you by building itself and then work with you wherever you're engaged. That is the second biggest problem is that you have to go to the serum to use it and you work for it. Yeah. It doesn't work for you. It should work for you by building the records automatically and then work with you wherever you engage. And where do we live? We live in our email inbox and now more and more in social or the business apps that we use across the departmental divides in our company, sales, marketing, customer service, accounting. And so when we first built Nimble, 
I thought, okay, I'll build it like Goldmine and we'll, people will live in Nimble because I'll go get the APIs for everything and integrate it all. But then I recognize that no matter how much code I throw at it, people are still going to go to the places that they love and they live in, whether it's email or LinkedIn or the business apps they use. So I built Nimble as a plugin to the browser that will automatically work wherever you're listening and engaging. You just hover on the guy's name or the gal's name and Nimble will automatically bring up the record or build the record, give you the context and insights you need to engage, the history of interactions and who that person is, what their business is about and what's going on right now with them. And then most importantly, the ability to follow up and follow through, because I think that is the biggest cause of business failure is lack of doing the basics. Yeah. And the basics are... If you say you're going to do something, make an action and take care of it. If there's a key conversation that occurs, make a note because you'll forget it or somebody else will take over the account. And so if you're not so busy doing the arduous things that a computer should do, looking people up and creating records and updating records for the basic contact and business info, and you could simply spend your time listening to the customer and finding ways to add value and then logging that note and scheduling that next task, you're going to be more successful. And that promise for Nimble has gotten even better. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. I talk a lot about tools and strategies to track customer loyalty and satisfaction, whether it's predicting consumer behavior or diagnosing the many what's, how's, and why's of marketing. The HubSpot CRM platform has customizable solutions to help your business go from why not to what's next. I love all things duct tape, as you know, except for when it comes to a CRM platform. Many CRM platforms are either over-engineered or clunky and unreliable, costing you more time and money than they're worth. A HubSpot CRM platform means that you have purpose-built solution that's tailored to your business and your business alone. So whether you're just getting started or looking for a robust system, HubSpot is flexible and customizable, meaning it scales and grows as you do. With new features like business units, association labels, permission sets, and more, HubSpot admins can tailor their accounts like never before. And now with sandboxes, admins have access to a production-like account, allowing them to test, iterate, and experiment without risk. Learn more about how you can customize your CRM platform with HubSpot at HubSpot.com. So I think there's no question, and this is one of the challenges with the way we work today. I still work with people that are on spreadsheets or other people that have their own, literally their own database. <laughs> Nobody else in the company has access to or even knows exists. A lot of salespeople, the old Filoflex days, they're building their own little their own little chest that they're going to maybe take off somewhere else if they leave. How, how do you suggest? Now, obviously, a lot of the big CRMs are trying to solve for that by having the enterprise version that everybody has to use and everybody has to plug into a lot of companies do workarounds just because they don't want to do that how do you, how does nimble let's say i'm that 10 person firm and i have sales and marketing and service you know folks or people who have that accountability how does nimble really act as that single point of contact for all of those departments rather than just being seen as a sales and and lead generation tool a lot happens before customer buys and after customer buys. Mm -hmm. And even more happens if you want them to buy again or to tell their customers about you. And John, you wrote a really amazing book about that customer journey and why you need to focus on that customer journey in order to grow your business. Right. So the way we solve for it is that we will automatically ingest your contacts 
from across your organization where they're siloed today in Microsoft and Google email productivity platforms, Microsoft 365 and, and Google Workspace, every team member in your company has a separate contact database. Mm -hmm. That's a big problem because there should be one source of truth for your company, for all contacts that your organization interacts with. In addition, there's siloed contacts in the sales, marketing, customer service, and accounting applications that you use. Nimble will ingest the contacts from across all those platforms and then unify the history of interactions on email, calendar, and social. Enrich those contacts with people and company data and then work back in those places that you work. Number one, you have a record that is automatically built. But more importantly, I think that it's process that helps scale a company. Mm -hmm. And so if you talk to anybody in any of those departments and ask them if they're going to do a unique outreach, I'm going to outreach to people for booking Jamscon podcasts. I'm going to outreach to get uh, people to support the book launch. I'm going to outreach to new hires. I'm going to hire new people for the organization. You need to put people through a process for that. And we all result the spreadsheets for that because it's much easier to build columns in a spreadsheet that allow us to track entries of people and the fields that we want to track and then put them through stages in order to complete the task. Or we might go try Trello or Basecamp right, or Asana right, right. to do that. But all those project management tools that help you to manage workflows don't tie back to the people and companies you're doing the flows with. And so that's why we're launching workflows in Nimble that will have templates for the common tasks that happen in companies like PR outreach, fundraising, hiring, support tickets, orders, whatever workflows you have that allow you, when you get that inquiry, it could be an email that says, hey, John, I want to book you for a podcast or uh, to a company. Hey, I want to buy some coffee beans from my restaurant. You could take that email and put them on a workflow that is pre-designed to get somebody from point A to point Z to complete the interactions necessary to grow your company. And I think that having a common contact database that goes across all departments, because everybody in your company will be touched at one point by multiple departments, yeah. having workflows that are pre-templated, but also easily editable, because no matter how much of a template I create for hiring, everybody's process is a little different. But you could take a template and easily modify the stages or the fields that you're collecting and then tailor it to yourself to have your organization grow. So I encourage anybody listening to this today to go and do a, a review of the contacts that you have in your business and where they're all stored, the processes that you do across departments in order to create a common contact database for the whole company to build processes that can help scale your company and to think about CRM is not just for salespeople, but it's really contact management is for the whole company. So by adding workflows, are you creeping into a different category than most traditional CRMs? Are you redefining CRM or are you are creating a whole new category? I think that if you look at the roots of Goldmine, this is our roots. Mm -hmm. The contacts for the whole company and workflows to get things done. Gosh, John, 25 years ago, mm -hmm. no, almost 30 years ago, I trademarked automated processes, which is if this and that for people and companies. So if you put a name in Goldmine and it looks like this, Goldmine would do that. Day one, send them an email. Day seven, send them on a fax. Day 14, schedule a call. Uh, if a sale happens, stop this track, start a new track. So we were managing workflows 
in gold mines before the term market automation occurred. Right. And if you think about what I just described, that's market automation, yes, but actually better than market automation because you could do anything you want with the database. It wasn't just about emails. Right. And yes, for current CRMs today, we're redesigned, we're, we're re-implementing workflows and processes into the CRM, which is not common. And I'll tell you why. Just go and Google CRM. Go to the Pipedrive website and go look at how they describe themselves. They are the sales CRM. Mm -hmm. Salesforce is called Salesforce because it's for salespeople. Okay. And I'm going to tell you something. The reason they call it Salesforce, you have to force salespeople to use it because <laughs> not even they like using it. But I really believe that CRM should be designed so that people love using them and they work in the way those people work for the processes that they're already doing. And again, if you listen to this today, go audit how your people work. I'll bet the majority of them are still trying to use spreadsheets to do the jobs that they do. And the problem is those spreadsheets are static and they're not tied to the contacts that your business is interacting with on a daily basis. And they don't where you live. And where do you live? You live in your inbox. You live in social. You live wherever you're having conversations with the customers. And if you're not, you better dang do it. All right. So tell me this. I know a use case that a lot of people have is maybe their active contacts, people that they are either nurturing or they work with, they want to do more with, they get referrals, their normal ecosystem. That makes total sense. But then a lot of people have 20, 30, 40, 100,000 emails of people that maybe get their newsletter and that they maybe eventually will get interested in what they're doing. It, is it, can you make a case for those living in a nimble or do those need to live somewhere else alongside nimble? We have millions of contacts in our nimble database. And I think that all contacts should be in one place because yeah. you can use segmentation in order to uh, segment out the database for active contacts and inactive contacts. But guess what? Inactive contacts come back. Sure. And when they do, it is good for you to have the history of interactions. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll ask you to do another thing. Call American Express up and ask them what your last phone call was about. They're going to know. Yeah, yeah. Ask them when your first phone call was. They're going to know. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Small businesses should behave like enterprise businesses because that's what customers demand today. They don't want to tell you their stuff 5,000 times. No. They, they expect you to know. Yeah. And you know what? You need a good database to do that. All right, John, tell, tell people where they can find out more about Nimble and when, when these uh, new templates and workflows are going to be available. You bet. So if you go to Nimble.com, you can go ahead and sign up for Nimble if you're not a Nimble customer. And if you like what you use, the code John40, J-O-N-40, you'll get 40% off your first three months. If you want to connect with me, here's another tip. Google me. <laughs> Google yourself. Yeah. How do you show up? Do you show up on that first page? How much of you do you show up on that first page? And if you don't show up on that first page, build a Wikipedia page for yourself. It's free and it's easy and you can control how people see you. But honestly, when you Google me, you'll find that I'm available on a lot of different channels. Connect with me on whatever channel works for you. And if that doesn't work for you, here's my email, j-o-n at nimble.com. Let me know how I can help you grow. Awesome. Thanks, John, for stopping by the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast again. That's just nimble.com. Hopefully we'll uh, run into you now that we're all getting back out there on the road again. Awesome. Thanks, John. It's great. All right. So that wraps up another episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And you know we love those reviews and comments. And just generally tell me what you think. 
Also, did you know that you could offer the duct tape marketing system, our system to your clients and build a complete marketing, consulting, coaching business, or maybe level up an agency with some additional services? That's right. Check out the duct tape marketing consultant network. You can find it at ducttapemarketing.com and just scroll down a little and find that offer our system to your clients tab.